What's up, what to do, man? It's your boy Deb the Gamer, aka Player One, the God Himself, and welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. And we start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. So today in Quick Hits, we got two articles to go through. One of them is, you know, it's actually a creative type of thing, and then the other one is you know, we, we, we might have to call this one. We just, we just I, I mean, we go, we gotta call it, but I'm going to call it what it needs to be called. You know, I'm gonna make my own call, but we gotta, we gotta come up with like an ultimate vertical in this one. So before we do that, let's go ahead and keep up with the uh, house cleaning and stuff like that. Make sure y'all hit the links in the description, merch, music, etc. That'll help support the show and help me keep this show going. Appreciate you doing that. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads, E3 will be back in 2023 for sure, the ESA promises. Now, if you don't know what E3 is, E3 is a convention, it's a synonymous or in tangent in, in pairing with the gaming community and just the gaming industry. So E3 is where Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they would premiere a lot of their games coming up and coming out. It's kind of like a Comic-Con. It's like the biggest one of all. It's the biggest one of all, in a sense, electronics, everything. And since the pandemic, they haven't been around. We've been getting a lot of online showcases, online presentations, and you know, they've been getting better over the years. But at the end of the day, E3 is the big one. And if you've been keeping up, you kind of know what's been going on. And apparently they're not going to be around this year. E3 is canceled. It's been canceled since the pandemic. So let's just go ahead and get into it and see what we got. To paraphrase the old Vietnam era anti-war slogan, timeout, that's a problem already. That's just, uh, we, why is we getting political like this at the start of the episode? Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Andy Chalk? Come on, bro. Andy. I'm taking your toys, Andy. I'm taking your toys. Give me your toys. We may find out next year as the Entertainment Software Association has told the Washington Post that after three years away, E3 will come back as an in-person event in 2023. We have a quote. Quote reads, We're excited about coming back into 2023 with both a digital and an in-person event. ESA president and CEO Stan Pierre-Louis or Lewis told the site, as much as we love these digital events and as much as they reach people and we want the global reach, we also know that there's a, a really strong desire for people to convene, yeah, convene to be able to connect in person and see each other and talk about what makes get games great, end quote. My bad, I had a, a blip in my eye. I, I keep telling y'all my eyes is going bad. One of these days, I'm gonna just be wearing glasses. You know, I, I'm, I'm gonna look like a lot of y'all soon. I'm gonna have glasses. So let's uh, let's hope my, my eye health stays good, but I'm pretty sure by the time I hit my 40s, I'm gonna be, in, I'm gonna be wearing glasses. Um, <laughs> continuing on, it's not an entirely new statement. The ESA made the same commitment in March, promising a return to Los Angeles for a quote unquote reinvigorated showcase in 2023 that will also include a digital component. 
but it's an interesting bit of pushback against the many and varied online showcases that have cropped up in place of in-person events like E3 that have been canceled for over the past few years because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Right, so we just, I feel like at this point, we may or may not have to call it um, and just be like, is it over for uh, in-person events as far, not really in-person events, but is it over for E3 specifically, right? Now, Comic-Con is still gonna go, like that's still going to be a thing. So a convention is still gonna be a thing. So we talking about PAX, we talking about, um, what's that one, CES, CES is still gonna be a thing. Um, you know just more and more and more what used to be um it just fan expo now it, it used to be wizard world or whatever that it used to be known by something else but it's now fan expo um you know it's you know i mean the online showcases ain't that bad and it's as far as sony and microsoft is concerned they're big enough to do their own showcases and just do whatever gamers specifically are one part of the entire environment and community of an E3, of a fan expo, of a CES, and whatever else. You know, yeah, we everybody like video games, but some people are just really into the electronics. So when they at CES and they see somebody looking like Deadpool, they're like, all right, bro, that's cool, but I'm trying to see what this phone do. It got spider legs and it can walk and do projector stuff and do backflips. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, it's people there for certain things and everybody comes together because there's a general aspect and outlook of what does and doesn't appeal to certain people in environments and communities of people. So in my personal opinion, to wrap it up, um, as much as I like E3, it just might be over, man. It's going on two, three years. This has been, it's just been nipped in the butt. 2020, 2022. It's like two years, man. Like nobody's been doing that. It's like, I don't know, man. Like I I, I feel like I wanna just let it be over and let it be done. Cause y'all keep trying and trying and trying, but they keep putting new new diseases out here. It's just like, bruh, it's not no, you can't beat them, join them. But it's like, quit, quit trying to bang your head up on the wall to get something done. That's clearly not happening. You know, maybe this is just, you, you know, that's just, that's that's just what it is man that's my take on that just just quit banging your head up on the wall it's not it's not worth it it's not worth it so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next thing in quick hits once upon a time it was my birthday i was like you know what i'm gonna buy me something nice i'm gonna get me some clothes i'm gonna get me something leisure i deserve it it's my birthday i worked hard that year so I go to a Burlington Gold Factory. I purchased me some clothing items and I was satisfied. I was happy with what I got. So what I, one of the things I purchased was a hoodie and it had some aesthetic on it. You know, it was a nice style, nice swag. It was my speed to my personality, etc. But time would have it that another person in the city would grab that hoodie. That's when I realized and learned that I had influence. Learned that I was a trendsetter, that people are really, really watching me. So what I decided to do, because I don't like when people take and steal swag, I rather I give you the swag, don't steal it. 
So what I decided to do was create my own. And from that point on, I've been going around and around and around making merch. I put out the first batch. The designs weren't that great. I put out the second batch. The designs were a little better. And now we're here. Designs, top tier. You can get this Player One shirt. You can get the Gamers Den shirt. Plus many, many, many more designs. Player One Apparel stands for swag, style, intelligence, forward movement. That's what Player One Apparel stands for. That's what I stand for. So if that's for you, go ahead and buy some. Let's get into it. Headline reads. Taco Bell opens its first DeFi restaurant that prioritizes ordering via app. Now, I kind of saw a picture of this on the interwebs and I was like, yo, and I was just like, yo, that kind of looked cool, but I didn't go into it. I didn't search it up. So now when I, you know, I didn't intentionally look this up either, but it popped back up and I was like, okay, I'll go through it, you know? So let's go ahead and get through it and let's go ahead and get to it. So this is a picture of it right here. Um, it looks dope. It looks like a bank, <laughs> like, like it looks like a bank. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just looked like a bank. That's all they do. It just, it just looked like a whole bank. I'm not going to lie to you. It looked like a bank. Taco, Taco Bell opened the doors to its new digital driven two-story restaurant concept, Taco Bell DeFi in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Taco Bell back in August 2000. Oh, that's some bullshit. My bad. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. The location uses technology to speed up service with the quote, bold goal of creating a two minute or less drive-through experience for customers of this concept, according to Taco Bell president, Mike Gramps. Most of all, the design of the new restaurant is meant to be more mobile order and third-party delivery friendly. It delivers orders from the elevated kitchen area via a vertical lift, quote unquote, food tube seen in the video below that brings meals to ground level. Think a drive-through bank, but you get a Chalupa and Baja Blast instead of cash. According to Taco Bell and franchise owner Border Foods, the DeFi location, quote unquote, boasts many features that could show up in future Taco Bell restaurants in the US and they're considering retrofits for neighboring restaurants. So the concept is cool and it may be convenient for all parties involved. So, you know, just like you go to the uh, the bank, there's, you know, you got the couple lanes, you go through, you talk to the teller or you just put whatever in the tube, get what you need. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the food. Now this eliminates the middleman in a sense. Um, it was something like this in my city for a long time. I'm not even sure if this McDonald's is still over there, but um, there was a McDonald's in my city close to the downtown area and there was only a kitchen. There's no, um, there's no whatever you call it. You know, there's no, no, uh, like there's a register, but there's no dining area. So you literally just go in the drive-through and a lot of times, you would just see the line creep about the driveway because it's, oh, well, it's only a kitchen. So now everybody is whatever. So I'm not 
new to the concept of just kitchen restaurants or just the style of that but this is you know creative and as y'all can see here we got pictures i'm gonna make sure i go all the way back so here we go we got another picture so yeah it's kind of like a bank you got the little bank style and the bank setup you know so you pull in and stuff like that you know more pictures you pull in you know the kitchen type stuff so then i guess you would just right here you would um you would open it or spin it get your food go back press a button or you don't press a button that's cool and then here we got a sh uh, shots of the menu right here so that's dope um but this looks like the inside though so i guess there is an inside to this so i'm guessing even if you went on the inside you would just pick it up from like a tube or it'll just come down even on the inside that's what i'm assuming so that's uh you know it's dope you know it's a dope concept let's see what the video they was talking about okay so we got a TikTok. fucking god excuse my language but uh, we have a TikTok list let's check it out Taco Bell just opened up a new restaurant in Minnesota and it's unlike any other. It's called Taco Bell Defy and it's all about speed and efficiency. It's two stories and has four drive through lanes, but the coolest thing about it in my opinion is the vertical lift. Unofficially, I would call this thing the food tube though. You can walk in and order on the kiosk, you can order at the drive through old school style, but now at Defy you can also order on the app and just scan your QR code when you pull up. This place is gorgeous, it's innovative, but most importantly, it's open tomorrow. So if you're in the Minneapolis area go check it out <laughs> he said more importantly it's open tomorrow <laughs> he said more importantly it's open tomorrow <laughs> and that's gonna do it for quick hits appreciate you if you still hear a part of the show now we gonna move on to the main topic Now, this main topic, um, this main topic, right? This main topic is something that I've knew since Jump Street, right? Sometimes your boy just has it. And it's not really sometimes, it's all the time. But I just know what I know. I know when I know, and I know what I know. Now y'all know this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. Y'all thought I forgot it and wasn't gonna say it this episode. Uh-uh. So let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads: Reality stars Todd and Julie Chrisley guilty on all counts in federal tax evasion trial. Now, now. I know a lot of y'all probably like, oh, I wouldn't have thought you would have been the one to be up on the Chrisley knows best. What? Duh, 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 duh. Let's call a spade a spade. Y'all, y'all probably think, oh, no, nah, I've been up on them for some years. 
I've been up on them for some years. Now, let me go ahead and see when uh, the Chrisley Knows Best show. Let me see when uh, this show, I'm doing it on my phone. Chrisley Knows Best. Let me see what the this show was. When did it start? Let's see, when did this show start? When did this show start? It started in 2014, right. So back, I, 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 I caught the show back then when it first came out. So I, I watched like the first season and I was like, oh, hell no. I, I watched the first season and was like, oh, hell to the fucking no. Right. Because this man, oh, <laughs> this man was out of fucking pocket. I was like, oh, hell no. Something is wrong here. I already knew something was wrong here. One, it was out of nowhere. Who is this nigga? Why do you even have a show? I'm just like, yeah, bro. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. But I'm like, yeah, man, this this ain't it. So we about to go ahead and get into this this whole thing. We about to get into it and see what's going on. Reality stars and former Georgia residents Todd and Julie Chrisley were found guilty on all counts of bank fraud and tax evasion by a federal jury Tuesday in downtown Atlanta. The jury began deliberating on Friday afternoon and returned to verdict on Tuesday afternoon. Sentencing is set for Thursday, October 6th at 9.30 a.m. The Chrisleys could face up to 30 years in prison. Damn! The trial began three weeks ago. We have a quote. As today's outcome shows, when you lie, cheat, and steal, justice is just as blind as to your fame, your fortune, and your position said Carrie Farley, special agent in charge of FBI Atlanta in a press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office. In the end, when driven by greed, the verdict of guilty on all counts for these three defendants proves once again that financial crimes do not pay. The couple released a statement through their attorneys. Disappointed in the verdict, an appeal is planned. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> oh shit, they going down. Federal prosecutors who indicted the Chrisley Knows Best couple in 2019 said the Chrisleys deliberately swindled at least $30 million, 30 million big ones, from community banks from 2007 to 2012 by inflating their net worth to get loans, purposely targeting smaller banks that did less due diligence than larger ones. Then Todd Chrisley filed for bankruptcy in 2012, erasing $20 million in loan debt. Prosecuting attorney Annalise Peters alleged they then actively hid millions they made from the reality TV show, which began in 2014, as well as $500,000 in taxes Ty owed in 2009. They alleged that the couple actively evaded taxes going back to 2009. Seven Seas Productions, a company the Chrisleys created after the reality show began, was entirely under Julie's name. Peter said so the IRS couldn't access income to reduce the 500k tie owed from 2009. I mean, okay. The Chrisleys were living in Metro Atlanta during most of the alleged alleged illegal activity but moved to Nashville in 2016. Wow. Bruce H. Morris, an attorney representing Todd Chrisley, said in his opening statement that the Chrisleys were victims of a man named Mark Braddock, who oversaw his company, Chrisley Asset Management, 
and did all the defrauding without the couple's knowledge until they fired him in 2012. Braddock then went to the U.S. Attorney's Office and received federal immunity in exchange for evidence against the Chrisleys, he said. Oh, so he snitched. Oh, he snitched. Oh, he snitched. Oh, he said, fuck them. I don't know. He said, I'm not going down for y'all. He said, I ain't going down. I ain't going down. Damn. Excuse me for the sensitive ears, bro. These is all details for me. Like, like I said, to open this up, I have a, I, I know when I know. Like, like, let me, let me say something to y'all, man. Let me say something to y'all, man. I'm going to read the rest of this real quick. Chrisley's Knows Best, a committed look at the lives of Chrisley family, of the Chrisley family, was an instant hit for USA Network when it debuted in 2014. It was recently renewed for a 10th season. An E spinoff, Growing Up Chrisley, featured two Chrisley kids, Chase and Savannah, living in Los Angeles, was just renewed for a fourth season. Right. Okay, so great, 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 great. Let me tell y'all something. This man just whole said i'm not going down for the Chrisleys. <laughs> he said i'm not going down for the Chrisleys. so like i opened up this uh this this whole topic right i just knew something was wrong with the Chrisleys. now i know now here's the thing a lot of people don't listen to me right they don't listen to me because the catalyst for my reasons of why someone is or isn't necessarily does not connect and is not directly tied to whatever it is or may come up so prime example back when chris brown came out i knew chris brown was maybe a little off his rocker when he did a backflip on top of a bus it was just something about the backflip in the kiss kiss video with t-pain and I, that, it just told me you know no this man different it was like up oh, something wrong and then lo and behold time later allegedly and as he was accused, he beat the dog shit out of Rihanna. Now, I have no problems with Chris Brown. Chris Brown is Chris Brown. You know, um, I don't really listen to his music intentionally, but his music isn't bad. But the person and the music are two different things. So to a degree, right? To a degree. And it was just like, yo, something told me something was off. Now regardless if he beat the dog shit out of rihanna or just gave her a slight nice little two-piece i knew something was wrong or he just wasn't normal in comparison to the rest of the population there's other times and other things where i said hey that nah don't do that you know i've told many of people i don't i don't like that person and you know what it's just you shouldn't mess with that person stay away from that person mm -mm. I, I don't like that person it's not mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. do they listen do they listen no they don't listen <laughs> they don't listen so you might be wondering how did i know the chrisley man how did i know that this man was out of pocket how did i know something was up well season one episode two i believe not so sweet 16 is what it's called his kids ran a play. And now I want to preface this. I want to preface this. Over here on this show, we don't necessarily focus on the kids. We don't talk about the children. We don't do none of that. Y'all just tried to get up on LeBron and his son because he took the white girl or whatever to prom. Listen, first of all, y'all weird in the self because y'all worried about what 
quote unquote minors is doing with their dicks and titties. That's just out of pocket in itself, first and foremost, number one. Number two, I mean, what you what you gonna do? Be mad because a man got a preference or he took somebody to the prom? Yeah, like he marrying abroad. He ain't even married abroad. He ain't even do none of that. This man, let, let the young man do what he want, okay? Let the young man live his life. Let the young man do what he want. Slay it, bruh. Go ahead. You can do it, like he told Bobby. You can do it. Go ahead, bruh. Ain't nobody... Don't even worry about them. Everybody broke. Everybody who's saying that, they broke in comparison to you. They broke, right? So, back to the Chrisley. Season one. This is how I really knew this man was fucked up. This is... Like, listen, listen, listen. Character matters, okay? Character matters. It's just certain things you can or cannot do or it's just certain things that you do or do not do that shows your character and exposes to people who can see it the type of time and the type of shit you may or may not be on, right? So in the season one, and I'm gonna show a clip of this. In season one, it was his daughter's uh, teenage birthday, 16th birthday, whatever the case. Now, the daughter and one of his sons, they was like this. They ran, they like, they was cool, right? And they ran a play. They ran a play and I, it was just woven so beautifully because they know they dad be on that bullshit. They don't Chrisley be on that bullshit, right? So what happens is they, he, they, they tie him up one way or another. Chrisley get tied up. He, he ain't got no eyes on his son. The, the son, he liked it. One of his sister's friends. So she alley-ooped her. So she alley-ooped the pussy. He alley-ooped the pussy to this nigga like Kobe the Shaq. R.I.P. to the guy. She 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 lobbed up the pussy like Kobe, like the ball of the Shaq. And this dude was about to smash her in the back of the Range Rover at her at his sister's 16th birthday party. And she was cool with it. Like, dude, 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 dude. Bruh, bruh. This was the most goaded shit I've ever seen on reality TV that some children was doing. Mind you, in 2014, I was like 1920. <laughs> like, dog, I'm watching this shit like, oh, these niggas is. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm with this. I'm like, they with the whole bull. I'm like, they with the whole shit. I'm like, oh, this was smooth. This was clean. They didn't ran the whole play. It's a screen. I was like, oh, oh, they're going to screen. Okay. Ellie pass the ball assist to hear this man come gonna cop block his own son i'm running the clip has his 
my two favorite kids today in the soccer field. Plays tight end for Buford. Isaac, he's enormous. interested in my daughter. You can call it intimidation if you like. I'm Dodge Missley. Nice to meet you. Have you met my daughter? Because I think she stalked you out on, through your sister. Yeah, I think that's what I, that's what I heard. I'll get you something to eat. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. This is awkward. Savannah. Yes? I'm making sure that my future son-in-law eats well. I just didn't want to like be in there, so. Do you know what Chase is? Two seconds, I turn my back, and his little creeping ass is already missing. So sexy, is that what it is? Where's your brother? I know right now he's up to no good, but I'll find him, and I'll find him quicker than he wanted to be found. Get the heathen out of them. I didn't even get to do anything. 
cock blocked his own son. How, what type of man cock blocks his own son? How do you cock block your own son? Like that just sat so wrong with me when I saw that. It just sat so wrong with me. I was like, something is wrong with this dude. I was like, I don't even like the show. I, I was like, I don't like this shit. This is weird. You just popped up on the scene. I was like, first and foremost, you were random as hell. It ain't like you was a famous football player, author, basketball player. You known for effing on somebody. None of that. You just automatically out of nowhere rich balling out of control and all of a sudden cop blocking your son nah bruh something is wrong here something is wrong and now lo and behold lo and behold years later they out here committing bank fraud and tax evasion bank fraud and tax evasion I be knowing. I be knowing. I be knowing, man. I, I be knowing. I told my roommate this. I told the homies this. They was like, bro, you crazy. You tripping. Da, da, da. You know, blow it off, whatever. Da, da. Y'all don't know how the homies do. Y'all tell the homies something that might be in conspiracy land, quote unquote. And then, all right, cool. And then when it happened, oh, bro. I'm just saying. I knew like, like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. And any and every time from that point on, when I would see Christie's Knows Best, a commercial or an episode, if I was bored when I did have the time to watch TV back then, I'd be like, nah, bro, this whole show ain't right. This ain't right. Something wrong. Nope. I don't even like it. This man do it too much. They doing way too much. I'm not cop blocking my son. Because if I watch the tape back, if I do season one, then I watch the tape back, I'm about to be like, oh, y'all some. Oh, y'all Kobe and Shaq, huh? Y'all LeBron and Kyrie, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you Dirk and Steve Nash, huh? Okay. Okay. You Paul Pierce and, and AKG, huh? Okay. All right. I ain't even mad at it. I would have took them out to dinner. <laughs> I would have took them out to dinner. I would have I been like, hey, keep this up. Keep this up. Keep it up. Let's do it. I, I would have I just been like, hey, we all for it. I'm all for this type of activity right here. I'm for this type of activity. This is what y'all doing? Oh, man. If y'all together through y'all's 20s, oh, the streets ain't going, oh, oh, it's going to be up in the streets. Oh, man, they going to tear the streets up. Yo, yo kids, yo daughters ain't safe around them. Oh, man, yo sons and daughter ain't safe. They about to, they about to just alley-oop dick and pussy like it is fucking, like it's the dunk contest. I oh, my God. Dog. Oh, oh man, oh man, man, they was, you know what, they they was out here. You smoking me, it must be 82. I'm telling you, they was out here making plays like doo-wop came. I'm just like, dude, dude, dude. Uh, oh, man. This is what you get, Chrisley. 
I'm not for negativity. I don't like spewing this type of stuff towards. I don't 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 take this as negative or nothing like that. I just knew something was up from the jump street. So if y'all see this, hey man, look, I knew it was some bullshit, and this is what you get for cop blocking your son, dog. This is what you get. You messed up the whole fucking play. You messed up the whole play. How you on the same team messing up the play? See, this is karma. This is what you call karmic retribution. You cop blocked your kids. You, you fucked up the play. Excuse the language for the sensitiveers. You fucked up the play, and now look what happened. It's coming back to bite you in the ass. Old old boy said, "I'm not going down for y'all," and now y'all now y'all could be going up to jail. It don't pay, man. Rule to the game. Name of the game is don't get caught. No matter what you're doing. Because the end result is going to be jail or six feet. <laughs> and you don't want either of those. All right? You don't want either of those. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Gamers Then, If you like this episode, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to all any and all pages anywhere you see this. And I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone.